All right, welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of Men of the Machine. Now, this one actually will be the very first interview-type thing we've ever done. Now, don't take that the wrong way and think that this is an actual professional interview, but one of Jeff's good friends from high school is a rap artist, uh, music creator, slash, he's a rapper, and he's really, really good. I've listened to some of his stuff because uh, Jeff recommended it, and he was just able to convince him that it would be worth his time to come on and talk to us. So he's got a show coming up. We wanted to get an episode in and put out as quick as we could so that you guys could hear some of uh, you know, his stories from when he was in school with Jeff and and what he does to make music and how he does it and what he puts into it. And it's a little, it, it, like I said, this is not professional. It's the first time we've ever talked to anybody that wasn't one of my best friends. Um, but kind of like that episode I did with Kia, where we talked about what got him there and what he's doing and what I'm doing and all that good stuff, that's what we were going for today. So enjoy listening to our ramblings, and hopefully it inspires some of you to check out his music and see what he's got going on. Here we go. So let's get the formalities right out the way, because um, we never actually, we, you just called we just and you answered, and we're just right. like, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> So, do you want me to go by my actual name or my stage name, guys? I'm assuming my stage name. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. what that's what people are gonna find you by. So definitely. Exactly. So let's let's go with my stage name, Massive Man. That's M A S S O F M A N. One word. One. Uh, no, no, no. Three different words. So mass of in man. So mass of man. Okay. 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 I remember yeah. just my my brief brief history with you is uh like what my second week working at at best buy because jeff that's how me and jeff know each other is is we we work together at best buy and he's like two weeks in barely know each other i'm listening to music actually i think at the time the weekend just dropped starboy so i was listening to that like crazy okay hey man check out this dude's music it's like yeah all right like he didn't he didn't say anything he wasn't like hey i grew up with this guy or nothing he's just like check this out and let me know what you think Okay, that, that's how I like people to do it, you know, so they get the the real honest, like, yeah, answers. Yeah, because it's very easy yeah, to be yeah. like, I know this guy, and then be like, oh, he yeah. was great, oh. and then delete. Yeah, delete. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So, so he hit me with that. I downloaded I cannot rem- remember the name of the songs, but it was, I'm assuming wasn't your latest album. It, it had to have been, when was, the, when was your last album drop? Well, so I did one, like, album, and then I released a bunch of singles after that. Just, like, I've been doing, like, this single game where I just keep releasing single after single after single because I feel like an album, when you release it, like, I don't know, some songs get lost in it, like, that they don't pick up or don't listen to because, you know, they, they've listened to a few songs on the album, then, you know, they might put it away or I don't know, you know, so i just yeah. been doing one song at a time. Oh, yeah, okay. actually, I'm, I'm, I've got you pulled up here right now. So it was it was the whole album, Weight of Words. Yeah, was, Weight of Words. Yeah. So that's you, a, you listen to that? Yeah, he's just like, hey, check okay. this out. And I was like, all right. So I hit play, and it was like an, uh, an ad set morning. So it was super tedious work, just kind of like putting stickers on the front of shelves. Total bullshit. <laughs> and that was great to listen to for that. Like, you know, you could you could listen to <laughs> earlier when we were doing the sound check. Like, if I'm listening to Say Something, I'm going like, yes, to yes. shoot myself in the face. That's just not <laughs> the way to get through that one. Um, so this was like good, you know, heavy beats. And, and I didn't, I, I didn't even have like a picture of you in my mind. It was just like this, this, this rap feel, not necessarily gangster rap. I wouldn't say is how I 
perceived no, immediately. I, but but, a, but like, sort of like a raw. That track. album, that album, I think is more like raw and emotional. Like that's yeah. why I don't know how to explain it. Like that's what I've been doing. I I'm like I really focus on like emotions when I uh, make music and trying to provoke an emotion in somebody. Well, I mean, you could listen to one or two of your songs and know that. It's uh, yeah, that's true. It's all, all emotional <laughs> stuff. I, I I love it. Like I like I told you, uh, whatever when you did that that Facebook video. I've been playing it for the people in uh, when I'm out Ubering too. Oh, like in the car while you're driving oh, yeah, around, yeah, yeah, that yeah, through yeah. the speakers. Yeah, everybody. What does it. what Facebook one are you talking about? Because I release a lot of stuff on Facebook. I'm, you did a, not... you did a Facebook live video, and I was uh, I was messaging you. Oh, okay, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. All right, so so before I get too deep into questions, because I, I like to hear people tell me things, yep. uh, whichever one of you wants to, how, how do you guys know? I know high school. That's about all I know about. Okay, so do you want me to tell the story, or do you want to tell the story? Uh, we I should probably both tell it, because there's different versions. I definitely, <laughs> your memory is probably much better, because I've done my best dude, to block out. Dude, all I can remember of you and me is theater class, dude. Yeah. I will <laughs> never forget Mr. Oh, Cottle in theater class, class, dude. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I, did, I did one semester of, of drama class, and... Yeah, not for me. All right, lay, lay it on me. What happened? Oh, you... totally... Dude, my favorite memory of him, I tell him this almost every time I talk to him. We were playing like a game like Whose Line Is It Anyway, where you had to invite, I guess, like it was like an improv acting thing, and you had to invite guests into the thing. And Jeff got the role as, into a house party, and Jeff got the role as a valley girl. Okay, so the next thing you know, he walks on stage with two water bottles posing as like breasts for like a female, and he's just like, he's like, totally whatever. Like, he was just, he, dude, he had me cracking up. Jeff was always the class clown in school, like, that was his role. He was just made everybody laugh. And I don't know, Mr. Cottle had some weird ways of teaching, but it was like the funniest class. I just don't forget that stuff. I and think, uh, I think Mr. Cottle was just a big stoner who just wanted I, to He had to have been, dude. <laughs> I, I wasn't like, see, I was such an innocent kid when I was in high school. And like, I've ne- I, I didn't smoke weed, nothing like that. I still don't. I mean, I've tried it twice, but like, I still don't fuck with any stuff like that. But he, he was he was cracked out of his head all the time. Like, I don't know. He was just, it was great. I'm like, how is he teaching us? Like, I feel like to be a theater teacher in high school in Westerly, Rhode Island. You have to smoke something. something. Everybody's yeah. got that one. Once you hit tenure, you kind of have the freedom to make kids be valley girls on stage. I guess is what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. My favorite memory of um, one massive man who okay. I didn't know as massive man until – well after high school but um during the the big walkout we had remember that the rap battle with harry mack dude oh my god i wish somebody had a video of that that is the craze i've been looking for ages and i can't find it i was thinking about that on the way here i was like somebody has to have that recorded somebody has to have it recorded but it was on one of those little flip phones at the time because smartphones (laughs) were down at the time the motorola razor there was so many people that pulled out like the motorola's yeah Yeah. (laughs) the video quality and sound quality has got to be shit though (laughs) But, yeah, but at the time you right, you right, were right. the one recording it. It was a big deal. <laughs> but you came so, out. You came out and and because you were you were a grade below us, right? 
Yeah, I was I was totally a misfit there, man. I was wearing like, sh- dude. I think the, the the that protest I'll never forget it because there was police officers everywhere. Really? Kids yeah. didn't take it seriously, nope. and we ordered pizza to the quad, <laughs> and we were partying, playing games outside, and doing nothing but partying. Right. Yeah. And it then was a very ineffective walkout. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely, totally ineffective. But it was, it was fun to miss class. Senior but- skip day, but at school. <laughs> exactly what it was I, I like exactly what it was and uh we all got extended school days for three days after it because yeah, we just like we didn't prove our point <laughs> Wait, that, oh my god i have so many more questions about school okay so uh so what i was gonna say is like i i didn't really like fit in there man i was i was I don't know. I was so awkward at that age, but Jeff, I'll let right. you continue because I, I remember, I remember how it went down, but nobody expected that out of me, but go ahead. Oh no, not at all. And you know, we, I th- pretty think we had seen glimpses of it in theater class. In theater um, class. Yeah. I used to mess right. around and do like that McDonald's wrap or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> just, you definitely, you came out of your... patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, oh, on a sesame seed bun. Oh snap. Maybe Dude, you don't even know. Bun. Listen, I got to do this for you guys right now. Cause I wrote this when I was working at McDonald's. <laughs> oh, yeah. it, it, it's, it's very trash now that I look back because I'm way better than I used to be. But here, listen, it goes, we serve burgers, fries, drinks on the side. If you wise, I suggest you get a large size. Matter of fact, having a hunger attack, yo, come on down to Mickey D's for the Big Mac. Try a quarter pounder with cheese. That's the expertise. Or step outside the bubble, you win order a double. Taste the kicking effects of our chicken selects. The crispy chicken snack wrap making you go all snap. Want a dessert in a hurry? Come get a McFlurry. Try an apple pie with hot filling inside. So many choices, you decide. Like, ba da ba 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 I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> it it fits like if you just in your head pick a generic McDonald's commercial right, yeah. and just put that on it. Dude, I was I tried to get it in the commercial, but they're like, we don't like I didn't couldn't talk to the right person because I I tried in whatever. I'm like, this could be a great commercial idea. And the thing is, like, I tried to go through, give somebody to give it to corporate and like, we don't accept um, things uh, except from our advertisers or their commercial makers, people or whatever. Yeah, some bullshit marketing department nonsense. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I was like, damn, that would be a really good, like, if somebody would just hear me out. (laughs) So, So what you're telling me is this whole rap career is just kind of like a front to get into the McDonald's marketing game. Correct, and get correct. That is okay. 100%, 100% it. So I can get free Big Macs for life. Dude. Yeah, Who you'll know you that? made it when McDonald's <coughs> puts a little watermark on their commercial that says Massive Man's. Massive, massive Man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be good. I'm very interested in that. Oh, we got to start a GoFundMe. We need, the, we need the Mass of Burger. Yeah, oh, we need. the Massive Man, man by Massive <laughs> Man. And it's just this, like... Dude, their new menu, it's not going to be Big Mac anymore. It's not going to be their signature sandwich. It's not. It's just not after me. I'm irreplaceable. (laughs) Changing the game. (laughs) One one Mac at a time. I respect it. All right. So. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We're telling um, the story. That's on me. So you came out of your shell during the senior walkout, but we had seen it. Like I said, we'd seen it during theater class, but um, you'd started rapping long before then, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not long before then because I'm trying to remember the exact date I rapped. It had to have been like the beginning of high school, like before I was a junior. So it was like – I'm trying to think. Hey, what age are you when you first get into high school? Like 15, 16? Uh, well, yeah, your last four years. Four. So 14 I, going on 15 is when you right. – Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. I think I started rapping around 15 years old. 
like I got intro like because I don't know if you guys know this, but I was like I was in special education because I just like had the most difficult time learning and they threw me into mainstream classes like theater and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But for majority, I was in the links program the whole time. And I just like, I don't know. It's just like, I had a really hard time with like being social with other people and stuff like that. So I definitely did break out of my shell. Well, being in Westerly doesn't help that either. How, yeah, it, it, it definitely doesn't. How big was the school? <laughs> this our school like, was pretty freaking big. There was two different buildings. Like, like how big was your like? What was your graduating class? I have no idea what mine was. I have no. I, I have no. Don't today. ask us questions like that. Those are bad <laughs> questions. <laughs> well, those, those are bad questions. <laughs> Shame so, on you. So, so the reason I asked that is like, so you said you were in like special ed classes and stuff, and and you had trouble relating to the to the curriculum and whatnot. And I come from a super small school. Like, yeah, you, you had basically we had seventy kids in our graduating class. So. English was split amongst three classes. There wasn't five different English teachers with you well, know. Well, I still I still graduated like, with every kid that was a senior, but like you're saying, like my class my classroom was probably like fifteen twenty people. Of, no, no, it was, no, no, it was it was a, it was like a department. Like the the special thing was like a department of it was kids with anger issues, depression, uh, okay. so, yeah, and, like that's, anxiety. That's what I'm getting like, at. Like, like, yeah, yeah, a yeah. Sort of like separate group of kids they, that was just this. It right. was a separate group of kids that had f- f- different like classes together, kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah. In a huge, huge school. Yeah. So, so, like, it was very easy to be ostracized and be kind of like right. left alone. Yeah. Well, and yeah. Westerly is the clickiest town that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So I moved there fre- before freshman year. I think I don't know if I've ever told you that. I moved yeah. there before freshman year, not knowing anybody. Showed up my first day of school in neon green shorts and a neon green tank what top. What a gangster. So, I, ha- I have to tell you guys something I just remembered. And you hung out with this kid while we were in theater class. I don't know if you're still friends with him to this day, Jeff. I ne- I don't remember his name. His-, his mom was a teacher. Steve. Yeah, yeah. Steve, Steve Cora. okay. Yeah. You still hang out with him? I'm still Facebook friends with him, which yeah, is yeah. rare for people in Westerly. So. I, I, I feel you. So his mom was Miss Dumas, right? Or no, it was Cora or something. Yeah, Miss Cora, yeah. Miss Cora, okay. Yeah. So you know the teacher Miss Dumas or whatever? I, have you vaguely, ever heard of her? It's D-U-M-A-S. The name. Yeah. Dumas? Dumas, yeah, yeah. sure. So, Dumas. So, yeah, no, listen, <laughs> I have a story to tell you about this. I'm serious. So I go in first day of school, okay? And she's my homeroom teacher. I'm sitting there, and it says Dumas, D-U-M-A-S, on the fan, right? And I'm looking. I'm like, somebody can't spell. I'm like, somebody spelled dumbass on her fan. So I, I raise my hand. I'm like, do you realize dumbass is written on your fan? And she goes, that's my name. I go, your name's dumbass? I was like, <laughs> Dude, and she looked at me with the most awkward stare I've ever seen in my life. And she goes, it's pronounced Dumas. <laughs> All right, first impressions. Easy to move on from. Yeah, I'm getting an F in this class. <laughs> that's that's wonderful. All right, so so uh, back to it. You you start rapping at 15. Like when do you yeah. start thinking in, in in a serious sense, recording wise? Like when do you okay, start really? So rapping? let me let me. Okay, so how I really started was with uh, in the lunchroom. Um, the this kid uh, James Travis. Uh, they, he called himself at the time MC checks. Uh, <laughs> That's a great name. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, 
we'd sit and we'd uh, battle in the lunchroom, just like a bunch of kids from that special uh, special class would literally go back and forth and just battle each other all day every time at lunch. Got to the point where we even got in trouble for doing it and got like detention because they thought we were hurting each other's feelings when really we were doing it for sport as guys for fun. Like, yeah, yeah. And, like you hear you and they, took, they totally like took it the wrong like, way. Oh, Everybody shit. was enjoying themselves yeah, and having yeah. a good time. And we didn't take offense to it, but she's like, that's got to hurt people's feelings. <laughs> anyway, move on from that. I'm like, okay, I want to start making songs. So I actually, on my Facebook, I have one of my first songs, dude. I didn't hit puberty. I was recording, <laughs> I, I, I recorded on a, like one of those long microphones, uh, the computer microphones. It looks oh, like yeah, a Bob Parker like, mic. Yeah, yes. yeah. The old, yes. old, like talk show host mics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like, I, I had a little stand and it was a, for your desk it was like a desk mic that they sold at walmart for like 12 bucks (laughs) and and um started recording on that with a program called audacity and dude oh my god it was a horror show like if you heard it now and you heard me you'd be like is that even the same person like that's trash like like malibu's most wanted type raps oh dude i'm gonna tell you what it was but imagine my voice now hitting not hitting puberty being hello like that high <laughs> and it's like what's up people it's nico d i'm back better than ever as you can see i'm the best white rapper in history eminem ain't got nothing on me like it was just like very like retarded part <laughs> like, <laughs> of my language if anybody out there is <laughs> just... it was super like fifth grade english class when you're learning iambic pentameter and you're just like a b a b rhyme scheme Yes, exactly, exactly. You gotta start somewhere, so that's so. That's it. Now that you're speaking about ABAB, I never learned that till I was in school with Mr. Cottle and poet. Like I did an English oh, class, and we, right. were doing, we were doing poetry, and that just changed my outlook on how I made music. I'm like, oh, okay, ABAB. Like I realized, and I was, I could write way better rhyme schemes using that different, you know. Uh, what is it? What's the word for it? I don't even know what it's called, but the ABAB rhyme schemes and oh, stuff like that. Oh, like A-B-A-B. the actual term. Oh, I can't remember the names. Yeah, of them, I, I can't either. About. There's AABB, AABB, yeah, yeah, exactly. or some oh, shit. Oh, haiku. Like I think yeah, is the word yeah. they're looking Sorry, for. Sorry, that's what we're going it's for. It's definitely a haiku. Yeah. No, yeah. no, a haiku, no the, there's such a thing as a haiku poem, but I don't think that's what haiku is no, called. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like looking oh, in the face. I'm like, there's no way it's called haiku. I'm like, that's a poem. That's a style of poem. No, that's just classic tr- troll bait right there. Um, okay, I got you. But, yeah, no, no, that's – that's so I got – like right now, my favorite rapper of all time besides obviously Massive Man is um, – Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah is, <laughs> is J. Cole. Like without a doubt, I, I – Oh, I, definitely. I love – and I went and saw him. Um, I went and saw him in October. That was one of your three favorite moments of the year, right? It, w- it was. That Not was, going uh, to the Royal Rumble with Jack. Don't, don't worry about but, that. Oh, okay. Don't worry about all that. Right, cool. all so right. that was – so we're on stage, and, and that's, that's a major thing. I mean you listen to uh, – like interviews with all these big major rappers and J. Cole did a whole like 10 minute thing about how important emotion and poetry is in the rap game. Cause you have these people like, Oh, well, if you don't put emotion into while you're performing, dude, it just doesn't come but, across that well. That's exactly what you're saying. Like when you were a kid, right? Like with the, with the real simple, real simple. Yeah. You know, I you could make that sound me, good Eminem, probably today this, if I did. Like, yeah, it, there's nothing behind it. And then once you learn that you can write stuff with feeling and, and and play with the words. That that's what evolves into what I'm assuming what you do today. Yeah, like uh no lie when I met you. Yeah, that shit was special. You said we should be together. I said we were meant to. Like yeah. I could be like, 
You said we should be together. <laughs> I said we were meant to. Like, it doesn't come across as powerful. Like, it sounds like a little kid in its annoying voice. You got to put the emotion behind it. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, <laughs> like, so, that's you started, so you started recording that that stuff, which I'm assuming was just like, because I've messed with Audacity, and honestly, the interface hasn't really changed since then. Oh, Did since you, then, it hasn't at all. What, like, hit record, say hit your record thing, and go. turn it off, and then upload it. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's wonderful. That's I let's make a rap song, Jeff. Oh, we should make <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time for us to get get this going. It's time for us to be in the rap game. You guys want a rap battle right now for your viewers? Oh, Who wants oh, to go God. against Come me? On, Kevin, hit him. <laughs> no, Kevin, thank you. I, Kevin, do not, you're the best I do not have the confidence to go against a professional rap. Jeff, you got this? You want to go, Jeff? Oh no, I can't. I can't. I, can't, I, can't I heard I heard the, the, the McDonald's rap, okay? I, and I'm about that was three whack, man. I'm Let's about go. three stages below that. Okay? Yeah, but I heard your rap on Tony Asian and I don't oh. want to be part of that. Oh, yeah, okay, you so don't want none of that. What's what's this Tony Asian thing? So, <laughs> so my friend, uh, he's a tattoo artist. Uh, he's actually tatting two sleeves on me right now. I'm going from no tats to two sleeves. Um, <laughs> it'll be done soon. Go big or go um, home. Yeah, all in. Yeah, just literally, it was a 12-hour session and a 10-hour session. Uh, tomorrow is going to be like a 14. I mean, on uh, Thursday is going to be a 14-hour session. Like, That's I'm like just my getting... dream come true right there. Wow. Yeah, that. that's I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, so. He's just a, a person that's hilarious, and he just can take a joke and stuff. And he says, Nico, I want to rap battle you, so let's write stuff. And I was like, quit. He's an Asian guy who tattoos. So I was like, quit playing, Tony Asian. Stop cooking up beef. Sorry, I meant cat. You don't want it with me. I stay calling you pussy because you are what you eat. I thought Asians get A's, but all you get is the D. Tell your girl she can get it while I'm down there licking. Then I stuff her with the meat. Call it Kung Pao chicken. You half-retarded tattoo artist that can't do math. Aren't Asians the smartest? What's two plus two? Homie, what's three plus three? I know that me plus you equals R.I.P. Road rage, you're fucking violent. Tony, why you suck at driving? In your car, there's no surviving? Open your eyelids. Your girl, she a freak. And those news that she sent, I took her to the house, fucked her on the couch, and told her, thank you, come again. I had to watch that so video like he's coming. He's coming up with other stuff that he's going to come back at me with, but I told him he has all the time in the world to write because so, he's got to compare to mine. So did you, did you like, what, record that, upload it, and, like, send it to him? Or, like, I, I did it, it, I did right it in a video on Christmas. I said, in the spirit of giving, uh, take this day. <laughs> and send it to him on Christmas. <laughs> well, it's a good thing he's a good sport because goddamn, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely is, man. He's one of my best friends. That's awesome. Him and uh, Billy, who goes by Hundred Dollar, like he's the guy, another person I rap with, and yeah. I mean, so, so you're policing these tats because he's definitely going to hide a dick somewhere like behind your tricep. No, like, listen, <laughs> he, he mentioned it. He's like, I, I told I told him there's a stipulation. I said, you're my friend and you got to trust my word. I said, no hidden dicks. I, I, I'm not even joking with you. No hidden penises on my arm. Oh, well, if he that, did, I would kill him. I know, but it would be the perfect comeback. <laughs> it's just a little penis. Oh, right, I didn't, I didn't right actually like where a rap supposed to be in the headphones that I have. It's just a little penis head. 
I didn't actually write a comeback rap, but uh, if you look right behind your forearm. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine. He goes, but if you look right at your forearm in the little, that would drive me. That would be the worst diss ever because it would drive me insane for the rest of my life. You'd be like 80 and you'd be like, I have very few regrets in life. Like but this fucking diss I made against him and he draw a penis on me, I regret that. <laughs> it's like. Uh, so, so you mentioned the guys you do uh, your uh, your collaborations with. Uh, yeah, you got Hundred Dollar Harry Mack and. Well, um, his name he goes by Mac Harrison now. He had to change his name. He he changed his name because there was a dude named Harry Mack that uh, went by you know went by Harry Mack that got a big name for himself for freestyling and stuff like this. Uh, but right. I mean, uh, he goes by Mac Harrison now. But he's uh, he's a really good artist, man. He's got a lot of talent. Did a song with him that got 1.5 million views on YouTube, and Jesus. it just which one was that? Fallen, Fallen Angel. Angel, right? Yeah, I, and just, then, I was just listening to that. This yeah. one. That song is a deep, deep cut. Well, the so, name kind of lays it on thick right from the get go. It's so I have to assume it's a pretty emotion-driven song, like a not maybe sad. I don't know. I'm gonna have to listen to this. It, it's all about so it's like me versus my depression, like me being stuck oh, shit, in my man. own head. So, mm-hmm. um. So the course is, I'm the voice inside your head. I am the poison in your veins. I toy with your emotions. I take pleasure in your pain. Like, it, it goes on like that. Um, huh. I and can I will make you. Another, just another fallen just angel. Another yeah. fallen angel. So, oh, you played so, that for me. Probably. No, you. yeah, you definitely played that And then he says, get the fuck out of my head. Yeah, yeah I'm like, song. get the fuck out of my head. And then it's <laughs> yeah. me, like, it's me fighting my depression. So I had another song idea in the works and I'll give you guys a little sneak preview. <laughs> um, it it. Had, it's basically like the druggy versus like a drug addict versus, um, the drug. And that's kind of the concept I was going to do. Like, uh, I was going to be like heroin. I'd be like, what you looking at me for? You want to use stick me into your arm? You know, I'm overdue. Take the tar. Then you melt it with a spoon. I can make you feel good. You know that it's true. You started with the pills, huh? Now you move to this. I'm all up in your streets and I'm here to get you fixed. If you can't afford me, I can make it fast. Well, just like, I don't know. Just, yeah, yeah, just yeah, basically yeah, yeah. like right, and hit, right. come back at me rebuttaling and yeah, so right, on and so right, forth. Right. Right, right, right. So it's like like role reversal. Yeah, role it's reversal fallen for Fallen yeah, Angel. Yeah. yeah, but in a different concept. Yeah. No, that would be. I, I'm trying to think of what. So, so on that vein, so that kind of stuff you're talking about. When I think of like this really deeply personal rap type music, like you, you have people like Hobson goes real hard with with certain songs talking about this, that, and the other. Obviously, Eminem lays it all on the street. Like, what would you say is like one of your biggest influences for the so, type of music? Okay, so. It's a combination between Macklemore, NF, and Eminem. Macklemore is like, who I was trying to think of just now as well. I was like, that guy so, does not. So there, so he's it. he's so I can do Eminem stuff. Like I had an ex girlfriend dude that I ringed out on a song. I was like, I was never an asshole. I'm mad though. Get you whatever you ask for. I'm that dope, a nice guy, ready to fight my own friends for you. But you wouldn't let me in the same bed as you. Fuck that with a stick sideways up your ass cheeks. That's weak. Go sit in the back seat of some car with some dude. Get nude. Let him and his friend go run a damn train on you. One of my best songs. You better catch. On. Stress them, I mess with the Teflon vest on. Dudes out here want some, come get some. I am not afraid, I will fucking wreck them. Like, and it's like, I am not afraid of you, you or him. I chew through your skin like you dudes again. Like, I just go off. Like, I that song, it. that song was on repeat when that first, when you first dropped that in our car for at least a month straight. Nice. My wife absolutely loves that song. Absolutely loves it. 
That was with uh, that was Mel Moon, right? Yeah, Mel. Yeah, yeah, with Mel. She, but she I, I, I that was my favorite. One of my favorite. I just ripped apart that verse, and I was just like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> like this is awesome." But like, I can do stuff like that, like Eminem style. Like, I don't know, like. I'm the bad guy, huh? Okay, I can take the blame while you run around the town throwing dirt upon my name. No more Mr. Nice Guy. I could tell a white lie, skew a little fib, then get everyone on my side. Like, I can do that crazy, demented, like, I hate your guts type stuff. But I also like to do very, like... um, very poetic stuff like uh that's the macklemore that's where the macklemore yeah that's that's the macklemore side and then the dark beat vibes is kind of like the nf where it's like i just want to fucking die i just gotta stay alive i laugh in the face of evil all this hatred from these people like i just i can like i don't know just melodic like you, you, very you dark do rhymes and then you drop dark, a little bit of uh dark melodic and yeah and then i can i can always do like any style I feel like of music, but like I prefer to do those styles, I guess yeah. I would say. But that's so is that is that part of why you like doing the one track at a time thing? Because you don't you're not kind of pigeonholed into trying to, to catch something you can just like yeah, hey, this time I, I feel like writing this and then you do it? I say that because I okay, so I've been basing my songs really recently because I just did a school shooting anti bullying song. That one did that. that one did three point five million views on Facebook. Woo. And it's it's at a it's at like a hundred and uh, something K on YouTube right now and it's like almost a hundred K on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So it's it's doing really well for me right now. But the thing is like I because I did, once I did Fallen Angel, I realized that people like this, not controversial, but something controversial or something they can relate to so well. And I know everybody right. struggles with depression. There are a lot of people that are suffering with heroin addiction. That's why I'm basing my song, my new one off. What I think I'm going to work on next is that. Or I just wrote a song last night while I was sitting in a car. Like in, I don't know, it was like, it took me less than 20 minutes and I wrote an entire verse and it came out really good. And I don't know. I'm just trying to base things off very, I'm like being very picky with the topics. I would say, I mean, you kind of have to be, don't you? There's such a thing as like, well, you could make your own music just to make your own music. But if I want to make sure it appeals to the masses and the masses relate to it. So I'm being very careful right now at this point in my career to do it. Um, uh, do it that way. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. I mean, and it's not, I mean, or I wouldn't say you're necessarily a trendy rapper. Would you like something big happens and you try to jump on that? You're more so. No, I don't, I don't try and jump on beats like, like that, uh, like her cover songs and stuff like that. I try and do my own thing, but like, I would say, I, I don't know. I don't know how to word that question. Like, I, I'm not trying to trend. I'm trying, maybe with like, certain trends like school shooting is really big so like i wanted to do a song about that like yeah, you that's know. that's not so much trending as it is awareness yeah. which is way yeah. more respectable you know that's you trying yeah. to do you want to talk about your process for for how you got into writing that song the victim yeah, song sure. that that sure. song that's I mean, that's video has absolutely exploded dude it, yeah i i spent a lot to get that video done <laughs> to make sure it got done right who was that um, that shared that for you it was a film crew out in Boston. They shoot videos for like POD and they shoot videos for Godsmack and they've shot it for big names and stuff like that. So it was a big step and a big investment I made. Nice. Um, so you want to know how I uh, 
wrote that song kind of some start some songs don't they don't start off um having like i didn't know when i wrote that it was going to be a school shooting song just yeah. to be just to be honest, I started writing a verse about a kid who gets picked on and bullied and okay. Um, and after I wrote that, it kind of for, I got the first verse done, which was, I don't want to go to school, mom, the kids are mean. And then, and then the chorus came and I was sitting in the car with my friend and I'm like, yeah, this, this sounds good. And we were creating a court. He kind of like guided me along with the chorus. I was like tired of the jokes, tired of the bull. I was tired of the jokes. I was mumbling. He goes, yeah, tired of the jokes. I'm tired of the bullshit. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, okay. And where can this go? And it led into, like, me saying, ammo in my backpack. Think I'm going to use it. And then it just, like, kind of – so after that chorus form, like, okay, this is going to become a school shooter song. And this was in the eyes of the kid who was getting picked on. So then I was, like – then I started the verse and I watch a lot of Joyner Lucas. I watch, I used to watch Eminem a lot and it just, I wanted to like be a very intense, like line to start off with. Like it just like him with the gun in his hand, he pulled out the gun I'm picturing. Like I'm trying to make this song to a music video at this point. Mm -hmm. And it was like everybody down on the fucking ground. Now, if you move a damn inch, I'm gonna blow your brains out. Bet you think it's funny making me look like the dummy. Go ahead. Now try to steal my lunch money. Like I was just trying to be like, he's holding a gun and he's saying this to everybody. What is he going to say to them? And then I came, I, I ended that with how he, how he did it. And I, pictured in my head him shooting some of the kids like before the song got released there was a whole interlude of after when it goes boom right for the yeah, first yeah, shot yeah. there was literally gun like i had a whole interlude if you heard the original song it was a gun interlude of like kids screaming chaos people running around freaking screaming for a whole thing and, it, and then it comes and then the chorus cut back in okay you know so but i went with the company like nico you need to take that shit out. Like, that, that, that's that, that's going to scar people for life. Like, it literally was just like a massacre happened after you heard the song, and it was really realistic. Yeah. And I was like, get the fuck back. You made me do this. As screams and kids are running around a classroom and, like, bodies are dropping. Like, that's what I wanted to put in the video. They're like, no, nah, we're not doing it. So, <laughs> so, so we, 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 cut, we cut that entire part out because I wanted my message to get perceived the right way. I didn't want to massacre a bunch of students. Like, because <laughs> I, I was picturing, like, the a, a kid's phone dropped and, like, uh, kids were scattering around blood and just like and they're like nah let's not go that far <laughs> because people will perceive that in the wrong way and take your message very bad so i was like okay so we took out that whole interlude part and we extended the chorus uh an extra part so yeah i mean it got changed in the process of making the video but I think it was well worth it because it came out really well. It still got the point across. Yeah, for sure. And it's 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 hit a lot of people. I don't know. If Def you, if you definitely. Video, yeah. I haven't seen it, but I'm kind of terrified to see it now. But yeah. <laughs> no, 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 dude. It's he very cut, done. It's the, very done. The well, pretty part message. out of there. No, no. I, de I definitely, I definitely put the message at the end of the song. If we can stop the bullying, just maybe we can stop the violence. So people definitely didn't take it the wrong way, and that was kind of the whole goal. Um, but. That that's yeah heavy but incredible and and is that the kind of stuff you're going to continue to make i mean it sounds like you're really driven towards that sort of 
I, I am because it's working. Uh, oh, is... oh, that's a good point, too. Yeah, like, so, <laughs> like... that's what I was going to bring up. I just pulled you up on Spotify. You have 52,000 monthly listens, or 52, 253, that's yeah. relevant. Like, that yeah. kind of shit doesn't happen overnight. How oh, no. did that grow So the thing you? is, I had this expectation, like, I think everybody does. Like, oh, I can rap. I'm going to rap a song on a microphone, not studio done. Just, I'm just going to rap a song because I got skill rapping. And I'm going to post it on SoundCloud, and I'm going to be famous if I just keep doing that. It's not at all how it works. No. It's never going to work like that. Unless, for some reason, the biggest, like, music guy comes along, happens to see it, and believes in you like which is just the odds of that happening with no exposure it's winning the lottery yeah, yeah. dr dre found me on soundcloud no big yeah deal. well dr dre just stumbled across something on soundcloud i have one follower and he's gonna take me seriously <laughs> yeah. like this 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 is how he wouldn't even look at the song because you have one follower you know what i mean but yeah. this is this is how um i thought it worked and i was just like okay i'm just gonna make just i kept pumping out music and just putting it on a platform and you know it did nothing but i started but i don't know i've always felt that i made good content when i really got good at it and i tried to make content so i always make a video to a good single you know what i mean because the video pushes it even farther when they have a visual to it they take it better um what was I gonna? There was something I was gonna say. I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember this right now. That right so, there, what you just did, is the the overlaying theme <laughs> yeah. of our podcast. Yeah. Oh. We ha- we had one that was called "What Did I Just Say?" for a little while. So we we get that. We get we get, we understand. Yeah, we the, oh. we we went through an entire episode with a topic in mind that we never got to because we kept sidetracking it and going, wait, what did I just say? <laughs> so don't feel bad about forgetting something. Cause it's happening 12 times over here in the last like 10 minutes. It's cool. <laughs> I feel you. So yeah, I just, um, it's, it's not how you do it by posting something like I have to put money in advertisement. So you reach a bigger audience. If you're not doing that, you're not going to like, if I post a song, only the people on my Facebook or only the people on my Instagram are going to see it. Maybe one or two, maybe uh, maybe more are going to – like now at this point, a lot more are going to see it when I post it on my wall because they share it with their friends a lot. Right. But but it doesn't spread like you want it to. So there's different pages. Like I took – like this is a good tip for anybody trying to like do music. Um you find bigger pages that have like a million something followers. You reach out to them and, and, you know, maybe you offer them a little money, whatever. Cause they, cause some people do it as a business. They like, they build up a huge page with a lot of traffic and you can pay them to post your video and tag your name in it or whatever. And it's like, uh, influencer marketing. I would, I would call it, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, okay. so, so that's, that's how I, started to grow my music really big because I post a video on his page and look, it got 3.5 million, 3.5 million views. And he cross posted it with me. So my post has that many views as well too. And it just builds like you build it, you build, you you build it together. And all those people then know who you are, come back, buy your merch, listen to you, become a full time on fan. And that's how I'm growing my fan base. So big. It's, uh, but I've seen people with shitty content that post with him and they get no traffic, no views because their song's garbage. They don't take it seriously. <laughs> yeah. I, I put a lot like 
and, and they'll pay for it, hoping to do big, but it's not because their content's not there. If your content is not there and it's not quality content, you're not going to do well with marketing like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. so I, I make sure that the video is top notch, the audio is top notch, the performance is top notch, whatever, and it's going to do well. Like, it's going to do numbers if it's shown to people. And I feel I'm very good at being consistent with that. So. I mean, yeah, it's definitely working. You've started playing some bigger shows, it sounds like, and I know Jeff was saying you got one coming up real soon. What yeah, I do. I, I opened for Styles P and Jadakiss. And, Wait, and you're then opening for Jadakiss? I opened for Styles oh, P and Jadakiss once, and then and then I opened up for Joe Budden from Slaughterhouse. Do you know who he is? Oh, yeah. Okay, Especially yeah, so lately, I, he's hot in the news again because of him yeah. and Eminem's whole thing, but yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I definitely, yeah, so I opened up for Joe Budden when he did that once. So those are the two people I opened up for. But what you don't understand is, you know how you were just like, oh, you opened up for your him? No way, right? Yeah. People, people don't understand this. Like, behind the scenes, like, when a big name does a concert, okay, I, I'm never going to open up for somebody again. It's not a big deal to me because it's an, actually an easy opportunity that I get a lot. As long as you can sell tickets, they will let you open up for anybody. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to explain this. Is So the promoters will they'll, they'll look for a big name. They'll say, come to a show here. Then, this is when I was first starting out, I actually did these opens, openings. They, they'll reach out to you and they'll be like, here's uh, – 15 tickets once you sell or here's 30 tickets once you sell 30 tickets right for uh once you sell 30 tickets for 20 dollars each you'll make five dollars after every after 30 tickets you sell see i can sell about like 60 60 tickets mm-hmm. you know what i mean locally and westerly to come up to providence or something like yeah, that yeah yeah so what they do is they make me do all the legwork for the big names uh-huh like all the openers, they'll make you do all the ticket sales, which okay. they get all the money for. Yeah, and you get jack crap and like jack, jack and money. Like you get nothing. Yeah, right. and every show you go to as well, like the, the but, people but people don't the fill post- the seats for the opener. Usually, they're they're not the, showing up the, till later. Yada yada. Yeah, the the openers. The the thing is though, we went to that concert, that Styles P and Jadakiss concert. We sold more tickets than everybody can bind. Wow. Me and my three friends, we we got the whole entire Westerly to come up to the show, and if they weren't there, the show would have been dead. Like, yeah. I don't know how to explain it. So I'm like, oh my god, I could have done this for myself. And made that money for the yourself. Money. Yeah. Like, and and so that's what you're doing I, now, right? That's what I'm doing now, oh, yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> I don't need to open for nobody. I was like... <laughs> I, I don't blame you there at all. I had a friend back in back in college. That, that's how that's how they pay for the main guy. They'll hire the main guy and make all the openers sell the tickets and bring the crowd in because, yeah. dude, they we had more fans there for us than Styles P and Jada Kiss had for themselves. <laughs> it was it was just like because we we just hustled. It was our first show. And we we're just like we're gonna hustle these tickets, man. Oh yeah, you go hard to get your name yeah. out there, and then you realize, oh, we didn't get nothing. We didn't get nothing. Yeah, I'm just like Wait, we got and, our name out to our friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So January fourth, January fourth at the Fat Music Hall in Providence at 8 p.m. I'm having a show. And this is just you, or is this? This is I'm the main guy, so like people are opening for me. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so they're out. They're out selling all your tickets for you then. 
Hundred dollar. I'm gonna need you to sell at least thirty. All right. <laughs> I don't give you five. No, no, no. He had to. He had to sell fifteen, but I'm letting him profit off. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, all the all the openers had to sell fifteen. I made them. I made them sell fifteen because that will pay. It's I. It's what it is. Is he understood too? Because I told him how it was. Like I did that because I um. I, I spent a lot of money on this project and he's a good friend of mine and he knows this project is helping me. So after he sells 15, he's making money per ticket. So now yeah. uh, how many, it goes, it says here eight to midnight or is it just eight until whenever you're done? So it, I think it's like eight till whenever I'm done, to be honest with you, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I've never booked, done this venue before. Yeah. So, but I'm, the doors will open at eight and uh, you know, people are going to, start coming in then and I'll, I'll probably have some merch set up and whatnot and there's going to be bar there so it's all ages but people are allowed to drink as well <clears throat> as long as they get a bracelet or whatever and have people at the door so it's gonna it's gonna be a fun fun concert i just had a question then i forgot it so oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i was like oh wait yeah let me ask this question oh facebook yeah oh wait fuck. i'm doing something <laughs> what happens man it oh do you have fans. a have a set list set or yeah i do actually do you, do you want it <laughs> i mean if you if you want to talk about it i mean i don't know yeah, how, how many songs sure sure do. i'm doing everybody knows well the, okay so first uh hundred dollars going up and he's doing like three of his three three songs and i'm jumping in for the third song because i'm featured on it okay then 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 he's going to become part of my set as well as matt harrison's going to become part of my set so i'm doing everybody knows then i'm doing good time then i'm going to do not fair move along want it all better than ever letting go one by one kids stay alive victims uh not the same than fallen angel God damn, Excellent. that's quite a set list. That's Excellent. gonna be a long show. Those are pretty much all of my songs. favorite songs. So yeah, the, song, the song "Kids" is is one of my. It's like one of those songs where when it comes up nostalgia, on your, man. It's when it comes up on your random songs, you'll never skip it. When you're on shuffle, that's one of those songs where if it comes on, I'm not skipping that shit. I love that song. Nice, nice. There's a song like that called "One It All." It's very similar. It's like I want to step on stage with thousands. I want to turn this hill to a mountain, and it's like talking about like how how we want everything in life. Like kind of, right. I don't know. It's it's pretty good. It's kind of similar, but we're gonna be doing that song as well too. So the first real big video, I'm, I'm, we're gonna we're gonna let you go here shortly. I just want to talk about this okay. real quick. The uh, the first big video you did was Good Time, right? Mm, I don't. know. What do you consider big? Like uh, quality wise, or like? Because uh, I I did I videos. I think I I think I did videos before. Like uh, I think Letting Go was before that, right? Yeah. I, okay, so when I, the first no, the first big music video that I think I did production wise, even though the camera quality wasn't the greatest, was uh, like a freak. Is the first like actual video I went all out for. I had I you ever see that song uh, by Little Dicky where he basically does uh, like a low budget like a, a video by asking for favors. Yeah, entire- save save that money. <laughs> save that money. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. It's so good. So so I did the same concept before his video came out. This is how oh, I. Yeah. This is this. It's it's whatever because I I didn't I didn't advertise the video that I'm sure people have done this before the video has come out too. Yeah. but he made a song about doing it yeah. but yeah. I, I i went i worked at a part in a parking a parking lot job where i like 
you know, guided cars into the parking lot or whatever. And I got paid, uh, like just to sit and, you know, do nothing. That's <laughs> so, my kind of job. <laughs> so, so I, I did that job, but I ran into, it was in mystic. So I ran into a lot of like well off people sure. and, uh, I just, I also do magic. I don't know if Jeff's told you that, but I, I do sleight of hand magic. So I would show magic tricks to all these people all day and just like I build relationships with them through doing magic or yo-yoing or whatever. I, I had a lot of different hobbies when I was in high school. Yeah. So I just yo-yo and do magic. And these people loved it and loved to be entertained and always tip me or got me food or whatever. And I met this guy who worked at a car dealership. And they had Corvettes, you know? So I pulled that favor. I went and used two Corvettes parked outside of a garage in a, in a certain position. They ripped the stickers off on the dealership and let us look like we had two brand new Corvettes that we wrapped in front of. Nice. Then... Then my buddy, he was like, oh, my dad has a yacht. I'm like, oh, sweet. <laughs> Wait, hold like, on, what? Okay. So my buddy worked at Patty's. He, my buddy passed away, Sean. Uh, Sean Gooding, I don't know if you guys knew him. I think I you did, might yeah. have. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So he, uh, we went on a yacht, and at first he was like, he was asking every girl he worked at Patty's beach and he was just asking all the attractive ladies, uh, like girls, like, do you want to, do you want to be in a music video? Do you want to be in a music, whatever. And like, some of them said, yes. Like, I think he even asked two different strippers too. that didn't even <laughs> show up. Like, but, uh, we, we, uh, got, so we got girls and then two of them were good at hula hooping, like really fancy. So, like, uh, like we had dancing type. Of yeah. Video. So, and they became, uh, one of them became a fire spinner for me in another video, which was She's pretty the one cool who works have. over at uh, sunset ribs. Right. Or did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Justine there for like a week. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so pretty much we had girls. Yeah. And then my, my cousin had owns a Ferrari. So he let us use that. So we had a yacht Corvette girls, uh, you know, just, just the party style type thing. And it looked pretty cool. Like we had everything and we were rich as fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so that's how I, I pulled that video off. And it, it, I don't know. It was like, it was hilarious because I, I actually developed relationships with all the people that I did the video with. And we, the, the girls did more videos, a lot more videos for me and came and were part of other music related stuff that I've done. So I don't know. It, it was, it was really intense. Cause I, I had the bedroom scene. My, my friend Brang like had like his life savings. He bring with him to the video shoot in cash. And we were like, like throw cash, not the fake. Yeah. Cash. yeah. It wasn't even fake dude. We didn't even go to the fake route. We just brought like 10 grand in cash. And, <laughs> and, and then we were like flicking it off in the air as the girls were dancing in the cash. And then, uh, the, the my other buddy had a scene where they were, uh, on on in the yacht with the table with a bunch of booze and bottles filled up the table and the girls were all grinding and whatever over each of this it was freaking great man <laughs> it was my 24th birthday and i got the bedroom scene with three girls in the bed like i was pretty freaking happy <laughs> So like a real classic hip hop style video. Oh yeah, dude. I, it was just freaking, and we filmed it with a kid who was like, yo, it's your birthday. I'll film the video for 40 bucks. Like <laughs> it cost me $40 to shoot this video. I was I like, remember, yes. I remember watching that and I was like, man, 
Man, How much do they spend? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like, and you know, I, I definitely start, uh, straight away from that style of music videos and that style of rap. Cause it's just not real. It's not realistic. No, but it's, it's something you gotta do though. I mean, it, oh, for the first time, it was the funnest experience of my life. <laughs> and I was like, this is awesome. We have a yacht, we have Corvettes, so we got a Ferrari, we got girls dancing on us. I'm like, oh, okay, let's do this. Like, Yo, if you, if you watch if you watch your videos from that and um, the good time video right good time is that the, that's yeah that video and then just the progression through you know fallen angel and um, not fair and then this most recent victims you see yeah. you can definitely you see, see the progression the, going oh, and yeah, leading up yeah definitely absolutely. I've just been trying to enhance everything all the time it's I mean it shows man you're doing you're doing great I am. Uh, I, I sent you a message a couple months, uh, actually probably about a year or two ago. About uh, I hope it's not weird, but you know I'm, I'm proud of you for what you're doing, and you know it's. Oh, it definitely I, wasn't I, weird. I'm glad you reached out. It is. Uh, it's great to see somebody who you know dealt with the bullshit that you would have dealt with in high school. You know, actually taking what you know and taking what you've learned and, and doing something with it. So. Yeah, I it's full-time uh, business ambition. now for me, like, trying to do this, like... Yeah, yeah, is this something... I'm, I'm sorry, I know we said we would let you go a few minutes ago, but is this something that you're now... Is your job, or are you still trying to... It's... Is not as I can't say that it's I can't say that it's a full time thing like it, it it's 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 becoming something that's yeah, that's all yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. yeah. Well, there you go, man. Best of, best of luck to the future. I mean, shit, fifty thousand on there. 100,000 million viewed videos, stuff like that. That's, right. that's more than most people can say. So that's pretty right, excellent. Right, right. Absolutely. And um, this is going to be, this is, this interview is different from the men of the machine of, of normal. So I'm hoping that we get a larger viewership or listenership. No, it's viewers. What, yeah. They than what, than what we normally this. get as far like a different, different type of listener. What do you guys usually get for views and listeners and stuff like that? It really varies. Like, I'm sorry, this is a completely off the you know off topic story. But there's like this one really funny one that makes me laugh. Is uh, we titled one of our episodes "X Gonna Give It to You" just for because it was it was stupid with what the episode was. Yeah. The episode got like a thousand views overnight, and I was like, "Wait, what's going on?" Which is more than I get. Like, well, yeah. well over what I get. And okay. I was like, what the hell is going on? And like we, we let it go on, and every day it's getting you know another hundred views or something. I'm like, this doesn't make any damn sense. So we post a few more episodes. They don't get that at all. And I'm pretty sure what happened was people were searching for DMX's "X Gonna Give It To You" <laughs> and stumbling on my on my shit. And uh, yeah, it, it start just, listening to it and they're like, oh, this isn't what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think like lifetime listens for the show were were in the like fifteen, sixteen thousands. It's not anything major, so. You know, it's it's something that's grown over time. Like like you said, this this shit doesn't happen instantly. It's 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 just it's a good thing. It's fun to do. I get to talk to my friends. I get to obviously have conversations with people like you who are doing real shit, and it's really great. That's cool, man. And like, yeah, what I said is like, keep pushing at it because it took me so many years to get where I'm at. Like, it took one video to like really take off. Like the Fallen Angel one really took off. It went from two thousand subscribers on YouTube to twenty one thousand. Like, damn. yeah, just from like that video, and it really, really took off and really helped me grow my YouTube, and it's growing every day now. So, uh, and it's it keeps continuing to grow because of it. And yeah, I just like it. Just takes like the uh effort and once you have to build 
a fan base. And once you have a fan base that constantly shares your stuff, like to other people, like yeah. and you have really dedicated fans, that's how it really spreads by word of mouth and advertisement. Like, yeah. you know, a bunch of people liking the content and sharing it. Yeah, Absolutely. no, definitely. Well, so, so speaking of fan base, where can uh, where can people find you on all of the things? All right, so any okay, so if you go to if you go to www.facebook.com, it's slash massive man. Same thing with YouTube, same thing with Instagram, and same thing with Twitter. I don't use my Twitter, but it's the website slash massive man. So Facebook.com massive man. Whatever. It's just Excellent. like everything's massive man. You can search, go on Google and search massive man. You'll find me. I'm on the top. You're, list. you're the only massive I'm, man. I'm, the, I'm massive <laughs> man. You guys will find me. I promise. Hell yeah. Pop up pretty. I'm good. on iTunes. If you search massive man, I'm on Spotify. If you search massive man, Pandora radio station. And you I'm got on, your uh, you got your own website for merch too, right? Yeah, www.massiveman.com. It doesn't get simpler than that. Everything yeah. is mass of man. That's what's nice about having an original name. Really <laughs> exactly, dude. That That's a huge big thing that a lot of people don't have. Like they have to put like massive man official because somebody right. stole their name or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right, like right, right. I lucked out and got this name for everything. Absolutely. There you go, man. All right, All right brother. We're going to let you go. We appreciate talking Thank with us. Thank you so much, man. All right. Best not a problem, guys. Future, have man. a good one. Take care. Bye. And there we go. That is our very first professional, super over-the-top, wonderful interview to start our radio career with me and Jeff, uh, where we interviewed Massive Man. Great guy, great stories, and hopefully some of you enjoy his music, and check him out and listen to it and share it along. Thank you for listening to this episode of Men of the Machine on your wonderful New Year's Day. I know it's coming out late, but hopefully you're listening to this on New Year's Day. Get ready. Another episode's coming few, literally two days from now. We're just back-to-backing. My friend's over. We wanted to record. Why not keep them moving? Otherwise, this has been Man of the Machine. I am Kevin. He was Jeff, and our guest was Massive Man. Thank you for listening. And as you can see, over here we have the Man of the Machine.